The Knuckle Sandwich Podcast. The Knuckles are officially in the room. So make room. Yeah, the Knuckles are officially on air. The Knuckles are officially on air. So go ahead, raise your knuckles in the air. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Knuckle Sandwich Podcast. No, got you guys here. Everybody just came back from the movies. Ace, Nathan, Xavier, and Justin. Uh, we all just saw Top Gun 2 or Top Gun Maverick. I'm so actually, I'm jumping ahead of myself. I've got to ask you all how you're doing. <laughs> how y'all doing? You can tell I'm excited for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> doing good. I'm, I've been uh, going through our old episodes, trying to collect all the, all the scores that we've given it. There is a problem. It pretty much every movie that we've reviewed, like n- not all four of us have watched it or gave the score. So like, <laughs> like, like most of the movies only have like two scores or, or three scores, but that's okay. We could still get a little average. Well, I think that has to do because you weren't watching most hey, of the movies. Hey, hey. <laughs> I, I remember correctly. You're known for not watching the movie. But, you know, we forgive you. It's okay. <laughs> um, how often do you have to go back and re-edit the score the next episode when I report that I changed my mind? When you report? I haven't gotten to those yet. Okay, I'm only okay. on, like, episode <laughs> six or something. Uh, I think we've only caught them uh, in the following episodes. Hmm. Um, okay. I'd have, I need you saying numbers one through ten so I can splice that in. <laughs> 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 there there is some episodes where it was like zay would deliberately not give a score like he would you'd like talk <laughs> about a movie for like 10 minutes and then and then Oops. you'd be like all right guys next topic <laughs> i just didn't really want y'all to know that i gave the quisha 10 out of 10 oh my god it's, uh, i may watch that this evening thank you it's <laughs> good Show. Yeah, it's uh Nathan's a, a soldier for going through uh I'm assuming now, well, at least 50 hours of audio. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I think this is episode 40. What we're recording right now is 49. Yeah. Something like that. Wow. So the next one's 50. We gotta get someone special one for 50. Uh I didn't want to ruin it for the audience. Um we have lost episodes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> technically we are past it, but I agree. We'll get someone uh come down for the 50th for 50 yeah <laughs> still want badlands chucks i'd pay him to interview like okay. like five dollars or something okay. i don't know <laughs> only, only five dollars <laughs> we may get him to just log into the zoom and then log out <laughs> i feel like he's a really happy guy like we'd be joking yeah. the whole show and he'd be like just smiling <laughs> like i'd be like so how was it when you ate 40 glizzies and he'd be like <laughs> and like take it completely seriously <laughs> was we, find out we found out he's just incredibly mean <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that'd be so funny if like as soon as he gets on in air he's like cussing at us <laughs> I, I listened to an episode. Y'all are awful. <laughs> 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 I 
or we see we see him like turn his mic off and we see him turn around and like <laughs> <laughs> like yell at his wife or something. <laughs> him like throw something at his kid <laughs> and then come back on the on the microphone all all nice. So what were you fellas saying? <laughs> Badlands Chugs is a mystery. Well, uh, we'll see what's in the works of the 50th. Uh, keep you all in anticipation. Uh, but yeah, Top Gun 2. I'm going to call it Top Gun 2. I don't like calling it Top Gun now. Um, came out sometime, I think, earlier this month. Or not this month. Like Maybe like three weeks ago? Something yeah, like that. two or three weeks ago. Okay. Uh, and it takes place, I think, 36 years after the original Top Gun. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This one is significantly better uh, than the last one. I know, I think Nathan and Xavier just watched the original for, uh, for the first time mm-hmm. rather recently. And just the, the shots that you see in this new one, I think, blow the other one out of the water. Um, what are y'all's thoughts? Oh, yeah. This one, I think, definitely is better in every way possible. Well, besides one aspect, we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I was, I was actually a little, I was a little bored during the first one. Um, I felt bad because my uh, wife's dad really liked the first one. <laughs> he said one of his favorite movies of all time. My dad also likes the first one. He said one of the reasons why he even joined the Air Force to begin with. You know, but that's that's why they put the movie out there. That was by design. Oh yeah, uh, up front we're going to say uh, this movie is uh, propaganda. <laughs> uh, but and the difference between other uh, forms of propaganda in movies is that this one is you know cool, fun, and entertaining to watch. So uh, if you're going to do it, do it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah i'd not eh, uh, i don't want to be political but go ahead usually go ahead. <laughs> it's okay <Nathan. clears throat> usually as a as a young black man i oh yeah as a young black man living in alabama when i see someone who's overly patriotic i don't feel that safe Y'all catch my drift. Someone who's really, really like invested in America and rights and stuff. I don't feel that safe. They're usually not. They don't have my best interest in mind. But after watching this movie, I'm patriotic. Boy, I have the American <laughs> flag. I'm proud to be an American. I'm saying the pledges. Boy, I have I have not felt that way about america i've never been so proud to be an american <laughs> so, like, this movie was it went so hard like uh yeah it just went so hard and the yeah the original top gun was it's pretty good too i didn't expect like like when you watch old war movies you know someone one of the main characters is gonna die like you, you just know if it's if the movie was made in the 80s 90s or early 2000s and it starts out with like a sunset or something and someone has aviator shades on <laughs> one of the first people in the in the opening montage is gonna die but uh and i knew i knew goose was gonna die as soon as i saw him on screen i was like oh he's gonna be the best friend who dies and i still i still almost teared up when his plane crashed or yeah when his plane crashed like i don't know man these movies they're they're they caught me by surprise oh so you, so you didn't cry he just barely teared up yeah, I think I got misty-eyed, and then, okay. Okay. no, you know what happened? I got misty-eyed, and I was, like, in the moment, I was like, oh, my gosh, we, 
when he's holding them when they're floating in the ocean and he's like goose goose no and he's like holding them on the huge floaty i was like i was like getting in the moment right getting in the mm-hmm. moment getting in the moment and then my wife asked me what happened wait what happened wait did he die did he die wait what just happened and that and then it you know i, I lost the because you need some momentum to start crying mm-hmm. you know and i lost the momentum so i didn't cry i'm, a, I'm still a man for all, <laughs> for all the kevin samuels fans out there i'm still a man i didn't cry I didn't show my emotions just <laughs> <laughs> keeping the faith after you know he's moved on <laughs> good for you still toxic still toxic have you seen the first one recently asian or is it fresh in your mind at all no i, I didn't i saw it a long time ago but yeah. i haven't yeah like i know i definitely saw it when i was a child but this is the first time i've seen it and actually you know paid attention yeah 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 i think uh I think what's definitely sets it apart. I haven't looked too much behind the scenes as far as like the making of the first one, but they were in F-18s doing all these shots. Um, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I can definitely tell for the time it was probably a spectacle to behold. Yeah. yeah there was a lot of uh, crazy shots going on. A little, a little too crazy. I couldn't keep track of what was going on. I told y'all before I was happy. They kept panning to the pilots every like 30 seconds to say <laughs> what was happening. Cause I couldn't keep track. <laughs> You know, uh, I think it's, there was one behind the scenes video I watched where uh, they did a whole bunch of like training in like propeller planes and then they flew in like just regular jet aircraft and then they hopped in the F-18. So they had to learn how to shoot inside the cockpit of an F-18. Uh, and it's funny because all those G's you see them feeling are are real. Uh, they're, they're getting oh. crushed in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so is that why they can only afford three songs? Because they spent all their money on the planes. <laughs> uh, I feel like they might, that might be the case, but I also feel like the Navy uh, definitely might have lent them those planes. Because, uh, you know, uh, this is, this is going to boost recruitment, people seeing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. If I was 17, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, I'd be, I'd be right there on the, on the tarmac doing the little, <laughs> <laughs> with the little the glow stick. <laughs> Sign me up, bro. Bro, I'm a patriot now. After seeing that movie, I'm good. Dude, I am a patriot. I, I drove past the Confederate flag and I wasn't, I was like, that's cool. You're still my brother. Oh, well, let's put on that. My brother, me, it's literally about, the flag of uh, the, the Confederate country flag that fought the against, opposite, against oh, yeah, America. America. My bad, my bad, my bad. I didn't want to call it a country. Um. <laughs> all the kevin Sa- the kevin samuels guys are like is it is he for us or against us what is he- <laughs> uh, my theater was really patriotic nathan um oh god they were yeah. cheering just from the theme song in the beginning <laughs> little title crawl they were they were cheering um i'm not talking like whoo i'm talking about whoo plus clapping people were clapping and this was across the theater it wasn't like one <laughs> It was throughout the theater. People were clapping just from the title. You got the BFW crowd, though. That's... Yeah, yeah. I am. I'm in Texas, so yeah. This doesn't get more patriotic than the DFW crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you said DFW. Okay. Um, my theater experience. I'm not gonna get too into it, but it was it was awful. Oh, um, no, no, <laughs> you get into it, Justin. It's okay. <laughs> so I saw the movie um, mid afternoon. The showtime was at like two thirty. 
And it was this one family of four, this one lady, her mom, uh, and then her two kids. And I had never experienced in a theater before, but the kid was walked into the theater still during the previews. And he just started like yelling and running across like the front of the theater. Um, and this was going on like throughout the movie. There were at, at a minimum 10 times where the immersion was broken because he was talking to the screen. Uh, during the previews, um, he <laughs> he would, during the previews, when the preview would finish, he would like yell, is the movie about to start? And then another preview would start. And then he'd be like, you know, yelling that, why isn't the movie starting? And then still talking during the preview. Uh, this He also wouldn't sit by his family. He stood up for most of the movie when he wasn't running around. And then he argued over holding the popcorn. And when he was sitting like on the side of the movie, but there was like seats on the side that are like separated from the main area. He wanted to sit by himself there with the popcorn, but the mom wouldn't let him have the popcorn. So he would run and grab like handfuls of popcorn and then go back. Uh, <laughs> and it was just bad. Uh, it was, it was the worst thing. It was like maybe 10 people in the theater. So we could have had literally the perfect movie experience. Uh, <laughs> it was single-handedly ruined uh, by a nine-year-old kid. I'm not saying don't bring your kids to the movies. You know, I understand parents got to get out too. And, you know, it's a it's popular film. Everybody wants to see it. But please <laughs> know that uh, you all are not the only ones in the theater. Um, another family brought a baby in. Uh, I, I would say I think it would have been too loud for a baby. Um, the baby did cry at some points, but the parents, both of them walked out with the baby uh, during the movie when the baby started crying. So they were willing to miss the movie to not uh, literally ruin it for everybody else. But uh, this other guy who's sitting in my row, he was, uh, I think he was really excited to see the movie because he got there early. Um, and he also, every time the kid would like yell or talk, he would throw his hands up like this. Like, come on. <laughs> like a TV character. <laughs> yeah. During the movie. Uh, and like audibly groan um, when this child was talking. But yeah, I, I feel, I think, worse for him. Uh, but the mom, and she, I think it's the last thing. The family would like talk across the theater. Because like I said, the kid wasn't sitting by them. And she'd be like, hey, be quiet. <laughs> and like also yelling in the, in the theater. <laughs> and she would oh, randomly man. like clap um, and like laugh uh, <laughs> during the movie too. And I was talking with, uh... with Ace about this. Um, some Most like people just don't talk in theaters like that. Uh, that some you learn that from somebody. So there's generations of families of people like <laughs> using their regular speaking voice in theaters, and that gets passed down to you know the next generation. Um, yeah, and, and, I, and that kid will have the worst <laughs> etiquette, movie theater etiquette in the history of of people. Like, yeah, uh, like his kids. I can only imagine like two yeah. or three generations down the line, they will be. I, I I don't know. <laughs> Just say it. Just say it. They will be terrible people. No, no, no. Come on. By that point, we're going to be in the theater or inside the movie. That VR technology. Right? He'll we'll still find a way to mess it up. He's going to still get in our session. Breaking gonna... my immersion even worse. <laughs> yeah, it's going to it's going to walk over and take off your headset and say, "Hey, uh, how did you work this thing again? You've been in the movie for an hour. What are you talking about?" Yeah. Uh... But uh, what theater did you go to, Justin? Huh? So I, I broke my uh, broke my tradition. Jessica and I usually go to Alamo Draft House, but mm-hmm. I 
I recognize that this was a, a perfect popcorn movie. Saw it in the trailer. You know, this is the movie where you want to have good popcorn and you just want to eat your popcorn throughout the movie. And Alamo Drafthouse, for all its uh, all the great things about it, the popcorn is not up to par. Mm-hmm. So I, I, uh, I took the shortcut. I got, I went and got popcorn, and I paid for it dearly. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Alamo Drafthouse has a policy where you can snitch on people if they're being loud during the movie. Uh, and funny. I always thought that was kind of silly, but that was that would have been the the one time I, I think I would have done it. <laughs> yeah, before every Alamo Drafthouse movie, there's always like a little cringy clip of them taking some movie villain like beating up someone said don't be don't be jerry or an old rag is gonna gonna beat you up for talking during the movie or something <laughs> um but now we see that's for a good cause yeah some movie. people actually have to be told to be quiet in movie theaters it's not obvious I yeah I, I i don't know and like i said i don't know who Somebody had to teach them that. Like you're, you're not at home. <laughs> Other people paid money to see that movie. Maybe that's it. It's been the past two years. You know, been watching movies at home, so they forgot the people there too. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably the kid's first time in a theater. <laughs> yeah. I, I would again. I give them a little credit for or a pass slightly for that, but not when I see the the parents start doing it too. <laughs> so, uh, one thing I noticed when when I went back and listened to our first episodes, like. All of us were like we were just so young and naive. Like no one was married. Um, we were in, living in different places. Like and it was just kind of funny to hear our perspective. So I want to ask y'all this question because none of us have kids right now. So years from now we can look back and say. So what would y'all do if that was your kid and he was acting up in the movie theater? What would be your disciplinary route if your kid was like? hollering and screaming and reaching for the popcorn uh i don't know if uh uh, what's it putting hands on children would become illegal uh, at some point i feel like it already is um but we're we're walking out of that movie in case anybody finds us i'm I'm not incriminating myself (laughs) (laughs) definitely leaving the movie i'm mistaken if we would beat him in the hallway or not i feel like it's gonna make too much noise for the other theaters so we actually we have to leave the whole theater entirely And I feel like oh, yeah. if you, you know, when you when you hit your child in public, like you know, for disciplining them for being bad in the grocery store, that's more embarrassing for me. I'm embarrassing myself. I'm like the kid doesn't care. People watching, yeah. so I wouldn't. I don't think I would do that in public. But yes, we'd be going straight home, or maybe just a car. Um, uh, I don't know. Easy. I'll, I'll, I'll be out, and then I'll cry because I'll be so disappointed in myself <laughs> that I failed. <laughs> I failed. I raised that son. <laughs> I failed you. Yeah. <laughs> you you remember getting whoopings in the car? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like bouncing off the windows. Like, <laughs> down the belt. Getting, you see a minivan in the parking lot like bouncing. Getting taken into an empty aisle in the grocery store. Because uh, <laughs> we, we were going to finish that grocery trip. We're not going home. Uh, but find the most deserted one. You'll find out. <laughs> it'll it'll be like the like the birthday aisle because who's like buying <laughs> balloons from a, a Harris Teeter? And they'll take you. And you see all that like like party stuff, and you're getting your ass handed to you. Getting beaten the cereal aisle, watching the 
the boxes look down. <laughs> the boxes looking at you. <laughs> In five years down the line, you're gonna make a bowl here. You're gonna see uh, what's his name, Tony the Tiger. He's gonna start frying. Man, the little twist you do, like when you get hit and you twist your hips almost like 180 degrees to try to dodge the next one. Yeah, and then you. You get a, a permanent imprint of the memory, like as you're looking <laughs> at Tony the Tiger. Wow. <laughs> you look, Tony the Tiger is right there at eye level. <laughs> yeah, or bouncing. I remember jumping over the seats trying to not get hit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I would, I'd probably take my kid out the, uh, out the theater, talk to him in the. I feel like you'd get snitched on if you beat your kid in the bathroom. I wouldn't really beat my kid, but I would like, you know, smack him around. Not smack him around. That sounds abusive uh, too. Wait, uh, <laughs> in Minecraft, just in always in Minecraft. <laughs> there was a. I was playing cards with this guy today at church, and and his son kept interrupting the game, and like he was like, "I want to play the card," and he would like pick up the cards, and he this father was so nice to his son, and I was like, "Dang." It's a kind of a cultural divide. Uh, I think uh, catch my drift. Once you got like old enough, I'd say like <laughs> maybe like ten or eleven. Uh, your parents just gave you, you know, the look. You know, and you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you knew what was coming if you, uh, you know, want to keep going down that route. I think like uh, it happened while I was still living in the house. I don't recall my youngest brother ever getting whooping from being bad <laughs> uh i also yeah. don't really now that i think about it yeah i'll do something maybe we do something i was like i won't <laughs> let that like, what uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, i'll get i'll get hit in the butt for that um so i guess that's first borns you know it's a practice run yeah practice run kind of like top gun one <laughs> i was also thinking in top gun one that probably wasn't happening in the theaters because that was the 80s and <laughs> People like probably other people would discipline their kid. <laughs> yeah, probably with the theater in suits. It was an event. <laughs> but uh, let's let's get these ratings. Let's get these ratings. There better not be nothing below. Ooh, below an eight. It can't go below an oh, eight, right? Uh-oh. Oh, you're gonna no. be disappointed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, but I, I like the movie, Nathan. I'll, I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven. It was good. Only because, I mean, yes, it had good action, but as a film, <laughs> some stuff like the woman, the female—I don't even know her name—the female, the it's bartender, Penny. I had Penny. to do some uh, some background research. Her name is mentioned; you never see her, uh, but she was the admiral's daughter, being mentioned in the in the Great Balls of Fire scene in the first one. Yeah, yeah. So oh. that's how they, they tied it together. Yeah, someone in the um, audience said that as we were leaving the film. I thought that was their own headcanon. They're fixing the script like Terrence, but that, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter i don't know who she is i didn't care about her um well no let's not get into complaints uh, seven i give it a seven let's, let's go around first <laughs> i'm uh i'm inclined to give it between an eight and a half and a nine um i think i and with all the every top gun movie um these films are they're wacky they're really wacky um <laughs> they are uh caricatures of uh some of the stuff that that goes on, you know, in that realm. Uh, and it's, it's really funny. Uh, yeah, we can save it for, I can nitpick some things. 
yeah, I just, I, I, I don't make I, any sense, but you know, I'm, yeah. I think I, it's a very good movie. I would say go see it eight and a half or a nine. I don't think I could watch it again though, uh, outside of the theater because, uh, you have to really experience those jets. I think the kid really mm. even despite it, despite all that, the kid, uh, giving me the worst movie experience I've ever had. Um, <laughs> it didn't hurt the movie. And I texted you all that. I was like, if I, the movie gets a low score, you know why. But that was just uh, the strength of the film. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I was not expecting that high just yeah. with that kid involved. <laughs> Nathan? Say this proudly. I'm giving it a 10. I'm giving it a perfect oh, score. It's a perfect film now. Perfect film. Perfect. It was a perfect film. What are the other films we saw this year? the 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 best one was what Spider Man with the three Spider Mans, uh, No Way it? Home. No, last year. Uh, best film this year would have been Everywhere All at Once. Everywhere All at. Okay, crap. Ah, I liked it more than Everywhere All at Once. Oh, I liked it more. Oh, I liked it more. I think I enjoyed this one more than Everywhere. Everything oh. Everywhere. Because kind of how Justin said, it's a popcorn movie. It's just like crunch, crunch, wow, crunch, crunch, wow. Even with the penny scenes, penny in her whole story arc, and that uh, whole, all that uh, all that stuff. When she was ringing the bell, and everyone was like, <laughs> "That that was pretty uh, annoying." That ties into some of the whackings. Um, I'll I'll say one of the things now. Uh, Tom Cruise has a uh, a go to smile, and he had that on throughout the whole movie. That was. <laughs> That was wacky <laughs> enough for me to be back. You know what? In spite of uh, the cringiness going on here, uh, he did that smile. <laughs> yeah, you can't fault um, him. He said in the movie, that's his, that's his only face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Like, 10 out of 10. That's, that's a big step. I can't Xavier see is many... giving you an opportunity to backtrack. <laughs> what have, we seen? What have we seen this year? We, okay, I mean, everywhere well, I mean, I'm just I mean, this year. I, I agree this was the, out... the best movie this year. Sure, I'll agree with that, but Okay. Tell ten. Uh, that means like that's, that's every movie ever. Like that's, that's, uh, that's your the best of the best. That's Jurassic Park level. Is yeah, it as Jurassic good Park. as Jurassic Park? <laughs> that's, in, that's, in, that's, a, that's Dark Knight. That's Incredibles. Spider Verse. Yeah, that's Dark Knight. Incredibles. Was was this movie better than Batman? Batman, Batman. and Spider Man. It was better uh, than both those. I think it's better I, than Batman. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. it's more than the Batman. Can we uh real quick? Can we pause and, and say uh, what we uh gave? We're giving Batman now, because I think we've <laughs> all said that we keeps <laughs> going down. Every day, because I'm I'm bringing Batman down to a, a probably a six. I don't know what I said before. I think I gave it like a really high score, but it's it's down to a six. Yeah, that's so. thank you, Nathan, for going back and writing this stuff down for us. I forgot what I gave Batman, but AC, now I can agree. We can make that to a six. The six is fine. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, the more I'm just mad at what they did with the Riddler and how we couldn't do anything as an audience to, it, it, to it, help. Yeah. The... yeah, really, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking it was uh, keep it at a. I think I gave it like an eight, so I'll go for a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with the movie. I think it was it was still good, but. Uh, too long <laughs> it is long but it was long. you know there was nothing i feel like that was too that just didn't need to be there i feel like everything was okay uh or was like this this didn't need to be here at all 
that whole last like forty five minutes where. <laughs> All right, that's that's why I'm gonna drop the point down because uh, okay. I thought we caught the Riddler and then surprise there are there are bombs everywhere. <laughs> guy, the guy no, no, shot him point blank with a shotgun, <laughs> and then with a, an assault rifle and I don't know. Yeah, you were deep. But, yeah, you know what's crazy? Too off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah. <laughs> what do what did you think of Top Gun? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus War? I never saw the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to at least lie like Nathan? <laughs> Nathan at least put some trying to lie for the podcast. I thought about it. I had the <laughs> I had the thing up, you know, and I was like, you know what? I didn't see the movie. You're right. <laughs> He's like, uh, ooh, you're trying to go through and get all these scores from all these movies. <laughs> you, Every time, there's not one movie that has all four scores. In the well, this whole is, podcast. Yeah, this is a movie in theaters, and AC does not have the best theaters out there within a quick driving distance. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll see those scores are probably just going to be in the specials. Probably like the Star Wars and uh, the Batman. So, mm. <laughs> I might wish you had to... Oh, and Loquisha. Loquisha got all four yes. of us. So, yes. don't forget that. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I am going to watch the movie, by the way. I just didn't get to the, the theater and watch it. Me too. Yeah. You're, you're going to watch that movie and you're going to go into work on Monday or the next day and be so motivated to work for the U.S. government. You're going to be <laughs> just ecstatic. You're going to... Everyone you see. It's probably why the loot. Or you're gonna do the, the freaking with the t- the toothpick guys. Hey, uh, <laughs> how's it going? Be... That's you don't know now right. the toothpick guy, but you're gonna watch the movie, you're gonna see the toothpick guy. Do they do they drive on to a military base in the movie? Oh, what do you think? Uh, yeah, come on. <laughs> you already know. That's half the movie. Uh lives in a hangar somehow. <laughs> uh, I, he... Oh yeah, we don't actually see what where our boy Maverick goes home. He lives there. I forgot. <laughs> um, Homeless. I will say, like, the first day I had this job, I I drove on a base. I did feel like I was in a movie. Like, <laughs> Plane you know, like that. Taking off over your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out yeah, the yeah. car. Right, right. You know that shot in, like, like, any movie where they drive on a military base where it's, like, it's, like, a wide open shot and their car kind of just drives in a, like, a empty list emptiness like lane you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's what happened and i i basically uh slowed down i started driving like two miles per hour to take it all in you know oh wait is this where <laughs> you made the wrong turn and you were on like a restricted part of the base no no that was recently oh, okay. <laughs> uh, side note i still don't know how to navigate the military base that i work on and i you know what i was like because <laughs> it's it's okay. I was trying to think. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. Uh, I definitely walked into a a room where there was a because I wouldn't say that on the podcast. Look, listen, listen. I'll, I'll bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be even okay. Yeah, you say you walk into a room and then North Korea is listening. All of a sudden, we get fourteen <laughs> listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From North yeah, Korea. I was, I was thinking. I was like, well, I, I think it's fair because I don't actually say what happened. I mean, I just say I walked into a room. But yeah, we can we can cut it and just redact redact everything that I'm saying right now, so our listeners think that uh, 
That uh, you have twenty six I... listeners from Russia. Listeners, <laughs> 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 podcast gonna blow up. Well, next episode, a thousand Russian people are tuning in. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do a robotic uh, just throw in a robotic uh, redacted there. Yeah, here's my thing. I always when I think about like uh, security and uh, clearances wise, I think about how like there's definitely some guy in the in the factory who just drank like probably right now just drank six Bud Lights you know so I know whatever I say can't be as bad as him because he's told everybody everything (laughs) yeah so uh I didn't see the movie. <laughs> before before we get to talk about the details of what we did and didn't like about the movie, uh, Nathan, what is your favorite movie? Like, what other movies would you have given a ten out of ten? You really don't like this ten out of ten. No, no, no. I'm I'm just surprised. Um, ten out of ten. Baby Driver. Okay. Is one of my favorite movies ever. Was that an agreeance? No, that, I didn't say that. Anything. Huff Puff and agreeance. <laughs> Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Sorry, go ahead. With this whole, <laughs> gosh, man. Um, I'd say Baby Driver. I love The Godfather One. Um, what's another top one for me? I don't like watching movies twice. That's my problem. So, I see it, I forget it. Um, what was another one? Um, so I don't take up too much. Baby Driver, Godfather One. There's got to be a oh Juice with Tupac. Um, those are, I'd say those are maybe my top three. Okay. I used to like um, Guardians of the Galaxy, but there's this crazy thing. I don't know what happened, but when you see a movie, a Marvel movie for the first time, it's great. When you watch it back, it's all, you just can see the green screen. You can see the uh, the bad acting. <laughs> it's so bad. You can see the, the cables on the cars pulling them up, and it's just... I do remember when we came back to the dorm room a freshman year after seeing it. You you really excited about that movie. You liked it a lot. Guardians of the Galaxy. Time. Yeah, yeah. I got the soundtrack. I, yeah, it's pretty. I'm okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm okay with the ten out of ten. I was just surprised. Okay, it was. Just, I mean, okay. It movies have kind of been a drag lately. Like everything all at once was pretty good, but it was long. Batman was. It was fun, but it was long. Spider-Man was okay. It was all fan service. Um, Moon Knight kind of sucked. Um, what was the other series that was uh, that came out? There was Loki. Loki was good. So like, I'm I'm just finally to see a good movie that was like, yeah, yeah. I think best movie since Tenet. I really like Tenet too. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, man. I no, no, you, I, like I the have last to give it a ten. Ten out of ten movie I've seen in the past decade, probably it chapter one. What? Can't really? think of anything else recently. I know we're still talking Top Gun, but are we? Oh, Stranger Things season four. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's... Well, let's, let's talk about top. Let's finish Top Gun. First. Yeah. We'll fin- this stuff, go ahead, but... um, uh, Justin. So I got questions for you from this movie. A baby, but, uh... um, in the beginning of the movie, when Tom Cruise uh, destroyed a multi-billion-dollar plane, <laughs> how is he still? Why is he not in prison? Uh, come on now, Iceman. 
Um, I will, <laughs> that, that makes absolutely uh, that makes no sense. Um, okay. <laughs> he would have uh, several things. I think would have gotten him in prison by this point. Uh, yeah, build destroying that uh, multi-billion-dollar defense yeah. project probably would have got him at least kicked out. At the very least, kicked out. Um, and I've I've never seen or heard of any one person, I guess, besides the president, who can be like, yeah, you know, uh, keep him in and don't immediately send him to prison. And he basically stole it. He keeps stealing planes. Why is it so easy? For yes. Him? Um, <laughs> I like, you know, I, I I'm not gonna say I do exactly, but I do put stuff on planes. So when I saw him steal that plane and then blow it up when I was still a prototype, <laughs> my heart sick because they told him not to go faster than what was it Mach ten. Yeah, he kept pushing. He just had to push it. (laughs) They said it because the plane physically cannot do more than that, and it blew up. So I was uh, people were cheering during that part too. Just so y'all know, I'm gonna tell you every time someone cheered. (laughs) Uh, That was the first cheer. I don't even know what they were cheering at. That he almost died. Uh, He disobeyed orders. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, that stuff. I, I, I'm just gonna say. I imagine. I have no idea, but that probably has armed guards 24 seven to get to that plane. Yeah, Um, I've seen air shows where. An F-35 is parked and there are there are service members there with rifles who will not let you get uh, <laughs> who will stop you from getting too close to the plane. Just sitting on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> sitting on the wings, aiming down the scope. Um, uh, I'll say for uh, full disclosure, I'm not a naval aviator, but I also did not feel like that uh that plane had an ejection seat. I don't know how <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't how see he survived how he that. Could have gotten <laughs> far enough from that explosion because that was a bright white explosion in the air. Um, what about the the guy behind the desk that told the, I don't even know, the admiral to, to shove it, to shove his budget up his butt or something like that. I feel like that was vibe. just, uh, I think that was a civilian. So I feel okay. like the admiral may oh, not have had direct control mm-hmm. over him. All right. um, so yeah, but uh, any, I've met some test pilots um, and they, uh, you essentially have to be uh, pretty close to an engineer or have like a master's degree in that type of stuff to do flight testing. Mm. Um, you can't just go up there and <laughs> uh, push it to the limits how how you kind I'm of want Tom to. Cruise, <laughs> but you know um, he did that and was still able to then go fly uh, again. Permission to fly by, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, <laughs> just some of the the wacky things. All right, starting from that scene in the beginning, uh, that guy, the the admiral was standing outside the the gate, just looking at the the dark wing like boom past him and then he does like the slow head turn <laughs> to watch <laughs> to watch it go past uh and then tom cruise again giving that smile as he he flies by <laughs> doesn't make any okay also another thing uh ace whenever you go on a military base do they check your id every time uh, tom cruise <laughs> cruised through the gate on his motorcycle <laughs> he drove right on the base where again there's this multi-billion dollar defense project going on uh <laughs> The guy at the, oh, the gate guard was like, you know, uh, hey, Maverick saluted him as he, he didn't even come to a, a complete time. He just rolled through, <laughs> waved you know, at him. <laughs> I think even the, the, like the generals and colonels on the base have to like give their ID. Every the, the admiral was stopped outside the gate. <laughs> but uh, but Maverick, Maverick uh, got to go through. <laughs> Maverick did um, cal- not even a California stop. He, he rolled through on his motorcycle um, and was able to get onto that base. So that made that made absolutely no sense. I think um, it's like you probably won't even make it <laughs> ten feet. I think he, that's a that's a statement they should 
put on the screen after do not attempt this actually will die the gate guards will 100 percent shoot you if you keep rolling through without them looking at your id that's what they're supposed to do <laughs> speaking of him riding in on a motorcycle um i think you're crazy to get on a motorcycle without a helmet on yes they're treating aviators like that will protect your whole head <laughs> no one oh, yeah. in any of these movies are putting helmets on. Oh, he needed to wear the glasses. Um, <laughs> what else was kind of uh, kind of wacky? Um, I wish I brought a pen and paper in a theater so I could have noted every cheer. Um, okay, I'm just going to fast forward to, you know, they went to Tom Cruise to teach this, this class. Oh, oh, let's talk about the Top Gun, the, the, the recruits. Um, so there's a special mission need to do, and they're bringing in the best of the best from previous Top Gun classes. But these, these, these people were, were garbage. <laughs> Everyone in this team was garbage. I looked at a rooster. There's no way rooster was the top of his class. There's no way. There was no way that man was best of the best. I, I can see Bob. You know, Bob, I can see the Bob. Hangman. Hang, hangman's name, his call sign is because he leaves his wingman behind. Why is he proud of that? But I let it go because he had that TV smile. Um, yeah, that he, had, he also had the, the Iceman smile. He was the, the yeah. next Iceman. I would say yeah. I, again, not a naval aviator, not a, not a Top Gun graduate. Um, I think it was just the absurdity of the mission, which I, I think we kind of need to talk about. Um, because uh, you, the mission required you pulling, uh, doing an inverted dive almost <laughs> flipping around and then dropping some laser bombs on a <laughs> undisclosed nations uh <laughs> yeah, i think just a... the just the absurdity of that mission required you know those uh those unrealistic circumstances i'll i'll say even with the, the class um the phoenix said you know we're the best of the best who are they going to get to teach us it's like well you're not Top Gun instructor, so probably <laughs> a Top Gun instructor who allowed you to graduate from the class. Yeah, the one that's you, yeah, you're not better than them. Um, yeah, they did do like a Death Death Star trench run. Yeah, literally. Mission. Yeah, uh, but that mission was, uh, I think, purely designed for Maverick because they literally could not fly the mission. Um, only Maverick could fly that mission. Uh, which another podcast reviewed this movie talked about. Well. How if only Maverick can fly the mission? Uh, why why not send him? And he's still on active duty uh, under orders. <laughs> that yeah. should have been his team oh, from yeah. the start. Because why have him train those guys and none of them could pass the mission? And then they <laughs> immediately go and fail. <laughs> they do it and they can't even get through the trench properly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you couldn't trust him, Maverick. Uh, he's a loose cannon. Um, you know I don't know nothing about the the navy can are you allowed to stay captain for 40 years <laughs> i think the maximum they can't force you to promote they can force they can definitely force you to retire uh i think the maximum you can stay on for commission service is like 30 years without like exceptional circumstances unless you're like a prior enlisted i think i think okay. no don't quote me on that but 36 years is uh unnatural <laughs> okay very unnatural the first scene we see Maverick teaching the kids, um, he shot them all out of the sky. Um, <laughs> and they were all terrible at their job. Was Hangman <laughs> the only one actually successfully took down the air combatant? Uh, yes. So okay. they 
I think Phoenix said at the beginning, um, he shot down a, a Korean war relic. So, <laughs> okay. And again, these are four. He's a killer. Yeah. Fourth generation plus fighters <laughs> uh, with <laughs> modern air to air missile systems. So <laughs> also uh, imagine going to a pool hall and just being like, Hey, I heard you killed a man <laughs> 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 on the first day of school. Uh yeah, and then the guy is like, yeah, his eyes were also too close together. Did y'all notice that? I was honestly distracted by his lips. Sometimes they were too small. Like he was changing the size of his lips when he smiled. It was, it was like crazy. his head was this big and his, mm-hmm. his eyes, nose, and mouth were this big. <laughs> yeah, all right there. He, he had the face symmetry, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A perfectly he's symmetrical a, face. Uh, yeah, he's going to be some action hero in a few years. We'll see. My since we're talking about the bar, my least favorite part of the movie is the uh, the character Penny. Um, <laughs> they panned the camera to her, and then you know held on her for a second, and I was like, "Who the hell is this?" And I had to, <laughs> had to look over the Jasmine, like, "Am I racist? Is this the the woman from the first movie?" <laughs> and she said, "No, that's not her." I was like, "Okay, well, why are they acting like I've seen this woman before?" Um, uh, they were talking as if I know we can use context clues but we really don't know anything about penny outside she's a bartender um and she has a daughter they didn't give her any character i didn't like that um i didn't like that whole relationship that they kept going to because it was so much on their past relationship that we didn't see on screen yeah. and they didn't really give us much information about it yeah it was uh it was like i said for me it's just uh the wackiness um, where she's walking away and she's like, don't give me that look. And Tom Cruise has that trademark smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I can forgive most of it. Uh, I guess if Tom Cruise didn't see them, yeah. Okay. But even the Bechtel test, she only talked to Tom Cruise and the male pilots. They even have her talk to the female pilot that was there. Oh, yeah, and right. <laughs> they, she, I mean, she talked to her daughter about school, something that wasn't Tom. But that's your daughter. That doesn't count. <laughs> um so i really i think that i think that that's the reason i can't get this higher than a i say a nine just for the that whole side plot i thought was poorly done yeah it's uh i don't call it filler but i feel like a movie like this had to have that uh that romantic interest doesn't mean it's right but you know, they they to... i'd rather them just bring back the woman is a woman from the original movie still alive uh yes but i think she didn't want to do it i think that was her final big movie in an article that i read okay well i honestly they should just be caster i think it would have made more sense thematically for that to have been the person and that may be not a bar <laughs> obviously something else but uh, another don't. reason why they didn't recast her is so it because <laughs> i in the theater i was looking up like is this the old lady and it's because the like the the girl from the first movie mm-hmm. she kind of she kind of looks like an old lady now I mean, but, yeah, it's been 40 years. You're supposed it's to. been 40 years. Yeah, so Tom Cruise looks like he's the same age. Val Kilmer <laughs> was like, he's basically. I don't. Yeah, they tried to make him look older. He didn't. His, his skin was still smooth. Yeah. <laughs> they, they said that wasn't even his real voice. Like when he was like. They said that was actually AI that did his voice because he can't speak in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a like, long battle with throat cancer. Yeah, like mm. he literally has throat cancer. So like, yeah, like they couldn't bring back the old cast because the old cast is all like senior citizens, literally. Ex- except for Tom Cruise because 
I don't know. It doesn't age. Botox and uh I feel like the audience would have been okay. Unless you're just saying sex appeal wise. That's why I didn't want to bring her. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. This goose was a child in the first one. We understand the pro you know, time. <laughs> They're older. Yeah. Also, yeah, if he was a child in nineteen eighty four, that means he was born in at least nineteen seventy, which means that goose not goose, uh rooster would be in his forties in this movie. First movie came out in eighty four. He was. He looked pretty young, though. Let's say. Let's just say he's born in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he'd be at least forty two. He'd be at least forty. So <laughs> they got he him. Came out in nineteen eighty six. So yeah, he's okay. I'll be forty this year. <laughs> yeah, and he still wasn't ready. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> because he got held back because of Maverick. <laughs> that was kind of petty. so. I think that's. I don't want to say it's a gripe, but that's. The one thing that I, I kind of can't look over is like, you know, you set me back on my career. Uh, I You can definitely still uh, fly for the Navy if you did not go to the Naval Academy. I guess he just wanted to go that bad or he had to go to either ROTC or his regular college. I mean, like literally uh, your your career starts once you actually like join. So like whenever you join, if you're like 24 or like 30, that's that's when it starts. So I, I disagree with, you know, you, you set me back other than you could have done things literally earlier, but not like uh, it wouldn't really set him back. So it'd been like, you're, you're literally just starting. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, making excuses. He's kind of a punk. <laughs> I think the, I think they did a good, well, I don't want to say they did a good job. I imagine this is my own headcanon now, but it, it seems like they did have a relationship after Goose died and like Tom Cruise was in his life for, yeah, well, it must have been a while. Um, so they they must have gotten over the the goose thing early. Yeah. So I don't. Th- yeah, he was, I don't think he was. At least in this movie, he was never upset about. He wasn't upset about his father dying. He was just upset that Tom <laughs> pushed him back. But he wasn't ready. I didn't even see his skills back then. But I believe that he wasn't ready. He's still not ready. <laughs> even though his mom asked Tom to keep him back, so. Before the climax of the movie, when they had, um, when they actually did the mission, I thought they were going to go the route where Tom, like I'm just going to call him Maverick, wasn't going to actually uh, be part of the mission. I thought that would have made more sense at first. I'm like, just do your damn job, teach these kids. Um, But I I did like what they did. Um, So the attack wasn't really, it was kind of climax, but it was a whole other thing. I like when him and Goose were stuck behind enemy lines, they had to get back. Yeah. That was really interesting. I, I was surprised to see anything happen like on the ground. I saw a helicopter shoot at him. He running on the ground. I was like, action. That was, yeah, that was nice. I like that. Them sneaking on the base and stealing that. The, the last uh, remaining F-14 probably on the, the planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, mythical creature running Tom Cruise. It doesn't matter if you are in a helicopter with a minigun. If Tom Cruise is running away from you, you can't hit him. <laughs> in all his movies he's once he starts running he has a really funny run did y'all notice that no uh, well yes cause... during the football scene which uh we oh. we do need to talk about <laughs> yeah. yeah he's uh i think it's silly guy yeah i think it's his <laughs> i think he was a little bit shorter than a lot of the castmates so maybe he just looked a little disproportionate or maybe it's also that he's older and he's still kind of looks like that i think that might have been 
the, I don't want to call it unsettling, but the thing that kind of stood out. I noticed um, one of his teeth while he was smiling is like in the center of his face. That's like the it's first like, thing. Yeah. Okay, it's like uneven. And I was like, oh, Squish, wait, you want to fix that? You got the money. <laughs> when No, when I was watching the, the first Top Gun, that was the first thing like my wife said. She was like, his teeth are, his left tooth is in the middle of his face. Oh my God. He just kept doing the, kept doing the smile and i was like i bet in this new movie his teeth are fixed they're not they're not he's a down-to-earth guy that's proof that he's down to earth get his teeth fixed oh my god do uh, but actually how funny would that be if tom cruise went and got his teeth fixed and he had like the gucci man like veneers <laughs> got, <a> grill. <laughs> got my teeth fixed hollywood where you at that'd be really funny and I want to talk about um, Goose not being ready. When Maverick was picking his team for this, he picked Goose to being his wingman. And Goose wasn't ready. Um, did y'all feel this way? He was not ready. I would okay. have picked two big guy. Yeah. I think wingman. there were only, there were what, three sets of pilots? Mm-hmm. Well, it also depends on uh, that, that one aircraft. So he was flying single seat. So there's only, there's only either, what's his name? Rooster or, uh, gosh, Hangman. I think those are only two single-seater guys, like out of the main cast. So it had to be one of them. In between those two, you go and pick the boy. Every time every time the camera panned the rooster, <laughs> he, was, he was like, <laughs> he was always so scared. And you know, <laughs> plane when they were in formation, everyone else was all smooth and parallel to the earth, and his was all going back and forth and uneven. <laughs> rooster was embarrassing me. And now you don't know why. <laughs> I know Goose was rolling. I mean, yeah, Goose was rolling in his grave that uh, hey. Maverick picked his son for this. We may have to uh, give that to uh, the actor's name is Miles Teller because he's he's in a real F eighteen. I don't I don't know if you can outact that. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just, space. <laughs> it's just not space. used to that. Okay, all right. He's he's the other one who made it. Uh, he completed the mission. Uh, yeah, but you the too time. slow. Too yeah. slow. <laughs> but you know, uh, mission success or. Uh, we don't make it there at all. The, the strike package doesn't get there at all. <laughs> hey, man, would have uh, he would have got it done. He would have died trying, but he would have at least got the missile up before he died and blew up. Yeah, that was okay. The one thing that didn't really make sense uh, is we see a whole bunch of tomahawks being launched, and they completely annihilate an airfield. Uh, you could have could have done that with those missile launchers too. Yeah, yeah, they could have did that along the trench. Yeah, or prep the the bunker area. You know, just. Put a couple of them in there. Oh gosh! But uh, yeah, that's didn't make too much sense because we see again like dozens of tomahawks <laughs> being launched. That is a good point. But uh, that's a very good point. I don't know where we go with that. Uh, hey, I have a question. Um, I've never felt really G forces. Have Have y'all ever done like G force training or anything? Uh, mm. somewhat. Look, I'm looking at. <laughs> one light-skinned guy yeah so uh, no but was it was that like realistic well like from from your perspective actually have being in how you have been being have been in a you your perspective being an experienced pilot there we go uh did those seem like realistic like when the when they were hitting the g-forces and everything like closed yes, in that is real that's realistic mm-hmm. that was think- super intense the most I've ever done, I think, is 
like six. And if you're not ready for it, you will start to, to gray out a little bit. So I can only imagine uh, nine. Yeah. Is any 10, what's like the max that any human has done? I don't know the max any human has done. This is when we need Rodney on the show. Um, but I, I think 10 is where the G suit itself, I think, gives you one extra G. But I think humans can, let's uh, say specifically jet pilots, can do probably like nine-ish with, you know, they're, they're doing this all the time. Oh, but it's wow. it takes a, a lot out of you. You got to be active on your your what I want to say your your preparation and all that. But yeah, no, any average average Joe, you're you're probably blacking out <laughs> at ten or at nine. Uh, you can black out even before that. Like I said, if you were yeah. just like suddenly put at six and you weren't ready for it, you could go to sleep. I'd probably black out at three. I'd, yeah. yeah, I'd probably yeah. I'll about to say the same out. thing. <laughs> Taking a nap in the air. Let me go down. What, what would you black out at? Me? What would you black out at, Ace? Yeah. What do you think roller coasters like? <laughs> what? The probably like two for the max. Two. Black out on a roller coaster. Yes, probably like. Two. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just, I see you. I see you going down. You screaming. So by the time you get to the loop, you're already knocked out. <laughs> upside down, your arm just hanging there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think we've all seen like YouTube videos of like like people on those rides, like they're they black out and they just their like whole body just kind of goes limp. It's just so crazy to me. I don't know. And then they wake up and the ride's over and they're like. What happened? And like, nigga, you, you, you went out. You fell asleep. But yeah, no. Whenever I, I ride a roller coaster, the only way I can like make my stomach not get those butterflies is I try to sit up. And I realize that means I'm not enjoying the ride. I don't like that feeling. That's uh, uh, you're getting negative G though. Like that feeling, like the, the floatiness. That's the negatives. Uh, not too many rides I don't think have. I like to put like super positive G on you because that's not as fun. It's the, the floating well, people like. Um, I was thinking about like uh, what do you call the ones that go in circle, like the UFO ones or dude. I okay. almost straight dude, up, I, I almost blacked I out those. on one. Yeah, the yeah. centrifuges or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's just disgusting. The what, what it does to my body. I did one, <laughs> and I had my I had my head tilted forward. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear them say, lean your head back. I had my head <laughs> forward and I was shaking and I was like, everything was closing in. Like in, in and then Ariel was like, put your head back. I'm like, oh, really? And, like, and then I stopped close. I stopped passing out. But I was like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you have an engineering degree, aerospace engineering degree. <laughs> I, get, I like, those rides I see, like you see other people, you see them smiling. I'm like, dude, I am not smiling right now. I hate this feeling. <laughs> like when you can't move your body. No. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, fun. They should do the opposite. Why can't they create the opposite where you feel floaty the whole time? That's, that's a physics question. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of money to make that happen. Um, Mason, I'm gonna need you to get used to roller coasters though, because I hate roller coasters. 
Um, so whenever I have kids, they're gonna need someone to go on the roller coasters, <laughs> and it's gonna be their uncle Asia. <laughs> I'm not going up there. <laughs> just, it's like I don't even. It's not that I don't like them. Mm-hmm. It's just that don't enjoy I them. don't. I don't. I don't think I enjoy it as much. Like I, I do it, and then while I'm in it, I'm like trying to get. I'm like physically trying to get <laughs> off of the ride so that my stomach. Does it feel like it went upside down? And then I'm like, am I gonna push too hard on this ride? Like the little belt, you know, like I wanna if I wanna get off, you know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can push myself off, you know? So Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I hate the the butterfly feeling in my stomach. And I know that's yeah. the main like Justin said, the main appeal of the ride. So that's why I don't yeah, like roller coasters. Yeah. The only ones I like are like the ones like the mummy at Universal. Yeah, like four D rides, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so now. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to run down the quick list of uh, every time people cheered in my my theater. Um, like I said, the beginning <laughs> of the movie before it even started, right, from the theme song, they cheered during Danger Zone. They cheered when old boy went on the base motorcycle the first time. Uh, they oh cheered. They cheered when old boy was playing the piano. Who was playing the piano? Uh, they cheered. <laughs> they cheered when uh, Maverick did the the test demo flight. When he completed it, they were cheering during that, and I was I was like, okay, save it for when he does it for real. <laughs> um, they cheered, <laughs> of course, throughout throughout the finale when Maverick was safe from the helicopter. They cheered. They they kept cheering. Like I'm not just saying. <laughs> They were, clapping, they were clapping. They were clapping their hands as if they were seeing something that, like, they were watching real footage. <laughs> yes, he did it. He did it, but it's not impressive enough to cheer because it's not real life. Why are you cheering? <laughs> but uh, I guess Nathan reminded me. They're just patriotic. They they cheered at the end of the movie when he was fixing his plane. I guess that that's not his plane. I don't know what he was doing. He was fixing some plane, and that woman was sitting on her car. They cheered doing that, and I'm like, y'all don't even know who this woman is. We know nothing about her. I don't know her name. I still know her name. I, um, so it wasn't, I did not like all the cheering. There was a Hispanic uh, family next to me. And when they were talking, when Ice and Maverick were talking, um, I guess her son couldn't read the English. He can understand it, but he can't read it. So she was translating to him. I didn't mind that. But when, when people, she was talking a lot to translate, but people were cheering and clapping their hands throughout the theater. And, and I was more, I've yeah. never seen that before. Jasmine thinks it was a family reunion, but they just couldn't get all seats together, so they were spread out. Because, ah, because Cruise family reunion. <laughs> Wait, you know Tom Cruise isn't his real name though. Yeah, oh, no. his real name. I didn't yeah, know he, that. Yeah, he he became an actor. He said, "I'm not Tom." Let me see, Tom. His real name is oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you read it. He sounds like a like a, a Harry Potter villain. Uh, <laughs> oh shoot! Oh gosh, his name is Thomas Cruz Mapother the Fourth. Mapother, Gryffindor House. Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. So basically, all those people cheering. Uh, <laughs> basically, all those people cheering uh, equates to the moon landing. 
This is, <laughs> yes. our, yes. this is our moon yes. landing. And that was their moon landing. Except this, this wasn't real. <laughs> well, I don't I know. Think we'll save it for the conspiracy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do love people who uh, say that we didn't go to the moon. Even though if you shoot a laser just right, you'll hit that thing we left up there and it'll bounce back. And he said, nah. <laughs> said, nah. <laughs> Ooh. So, I think we've we definitely hit a lot of the, the highlights. Um, but again, I would be it would be remiss if we, we didn't talk about the wackiest moment. Uh, favorite part. <laughs> uh, Nathan, uh, before I, I tell you, what was the, the wackiest thing uh, in the movie for you? The wackiest thing? The wackiest like the most like cheesy 80s thing that happened uh yes i would say when he jumped out the window and he landed why did he land perfectly it's because he's thomas cruise mapatha the fourth and then he looked up and the daughter was right there in the window i think that was the most wacky thing fair enough uh mine for sure hands down uh come on now dogfight football <laughs> oh yeah. uh two games of football two footballs Offense and defense at the same time uh, <laughs> on the beach. Uh, that that makes absolutely no sense, and I love it. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a direct reference to the the volleyball scene, um, which in the original Top Gun makes also absolutely no sense. It's just kind of put <laughs> in the movie, <laughs> uh, and they they did it again. Um, in addition to him explaining it to the admiral, you know, uh, it's it's dogfight football. You know, I got to teach him offense and defense at the same time, uh, just like in you know a, a real dogfight. And the admiral, you know, kind of going along with it, being like, "Well, who's winning?" And then him admitting, you know, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Learning anything? <laughs> yeah, uh, the touchdown celebrations. Um, uh, I, I had to find a link for the Miles Teller. Uh, shimmy he was doing and then uh the hangman throwing a grenade uh and then all the guys behind him yeah, his uh, in sync <laughs> in sync uh getting blown back because how how would you know right that means they do it all the time just <laughs> this is their first time playing two ball football yeah. and uh i think even more so my favorite part of just that scene uh was there's there's a scene in the volleyball where there's a moment in the volleyball uh, scene in the first Top Gun where somebody does a like a blood curdling scream after spiking the ball, and I I think I hear it again. I just had to wait until uh, the movie comes out on a streaming service for me to <laughs> confirm, but I'll spice it in right here. But you'll you'll hear the scream, and then he he does a a, a really weird pose where he. Just has both of his hands out like this, getting ready to play volleyball. Which again, uh, <laughs> is not how you play volleyball. Not how you play volleyball. <laughs> yeah, uh, gotta make sure I talked about that. Um, goofiest thing seen for me uh, was when they're dog fighting at the air, and then I don't. The enemy forces. He shot a missile at the enemy forces, and then he almost like. What would you even call that, Justin? We almost turned off his plane just so he can fall back some and dodge it. Yeah, uh, I think like yeah, not a fighter pilot. I think that's part of like a you get some move called like the Pugachev Cobra, where they can like come up like this and then come back mm -hmm. down. 
mm-hmm. um, which again is possible. And they, which again is just so cool, is they were they're doing that live, uh, crazy. <laughs> but uh, I've never seen. Uh, I think it's kind of wacky. Yeah, um, I did like that. The audience, um, I was in. They said, "Oh," all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, whatever those enemy missiles are, uh, garbage. Um, being defeated by flares every single time. <laughs> uh, they also say, and leading up to the mission, you know, it's, it's guarded by uh, radar SAMs. This is super nitpicky, only for people who kind of pay attention to that. They were launching flares, which would defeat a, a heat-seeking missile, not a not a radar one. Um, I just thought that was kind of wacky. I don't know if flares nowadays have like maybe the chaff inside, but like you launch chaff and flares, I I think not just flares to defeat a, a radar missile. Uh, so you're saying that Battlefield 4 portrayed that correctly <laughs> more than this? Uh, yes. Also, <laughs> also them going in for the, the gun kill so often. Um, crazy. <laughs> Shootouts <laughs> nowadays, I I imagine, would be taking place like dozens of miles away from each other, and it's just a exchange of missile, missile volleys. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to teach the dog fighting. We all expecting Maverick to die in this movie. Uh, I, I was I not. Thought someone. Die. I thought someone would. I thought Maverick would die, and I would have been okay with that. <laughs> would have been a heroic sacrifice. Oh, um, back to when he was on the ground and he got saved by the helicopter last second before the helicopter killed him. Um, they did that scene again, basically when they're being chased by that last enemy aircraft and then someone else threw a rocket the last second and that was two times <laughs> the same the same scene basically um within a 10 minute span i didn't like that yeah. i could think of another way to get out of that one i uh, again it's it's kind of nitpicky i don't know where this guy that that adversary's pilot's head was at uh this is a fifth generation fighter they said it in the movie and I think most fifth gen fighters are like one characterized by some sort of stealth aspect and two, just, you know, and a wealth of information at your fingertips. So how did he not know, uh, Hey, there's an F-18 screaming at me. <laughs> and also the locked on. Yeah. <laughs> how did you not have a tone on? And also the, you want the keel. Yeah. Uh, the Hawkeye also being able to, again, sense those, uh, essentially stealth aircraft, you know, hundreds of miles away, like, hey, yeah, you know, they're being vectored this way. Uh, those, that's awful stealth technology. You know, but again, uh, nitpicky. I think uh, they wouldn't have even been in that dogfight if they picked the toothpick guy instead of uh, <laughs> Wooster for the, for the final mission. Toothpick guy was a crazy good uh, pilot. Like, he did the course, like, faster than... He was supposed to remember. He just left his whole team behind. Yeah, yeah. So he would have uh, died. We've got it's a mission failure. <laughs> I guess. So. Oh, no, well, well, until up until Maverick said something, I don't think the commander even cared. wasn't He wasn't expecting his team to come home until Maverick <laughs> yeah, brought it up. He true. said they need to come and come home. And he said, "Oh yeah, I guess they need to come back." After <laughs> <laughs> the mission blow it up, and then Maverick said, "And come home." And then the commander said, "Oh yeah, I guess they need to come back." Huh? I don't know. Uh, I think it's my last uh, critique. Everybody calling everybody, regardless of everything, by their by their call sign. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Maverick, what was Maverick calling Rooster before uh, he was 
before he was Rooster. Was he just calling him Goose? He had to say, you know, Rooster, <laughs> uh, Bradley, and then he called him Lieutenant, whatever. <laughs> uh, the Admirals introduced him, so like, yeah, this is Warlock, and you know, you know, but, Cyclone. Yeah, I, did, yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I think they had some terrible. What was what was the name of the black guys? Uh, like Bag Bagman or something, or Soy Boy, Soy Boy. Uh, he was fanboy. Fanboy. Uh, oh, the Hispanic guy. Terrible. The Hispanic guy was fanboy. Yeah, he was fanboy. Oh, okay. His pilot oh. was uh, he was payback. I didn't like these call times compared to last time. <laughs> and, yeah. and, oh. and, and we had Bob. Yeah. His call sign was just Bob. I really <laughs> like Bob. I feel like Bob is the most realistic character in the whole movie. I, I would agree. <laughs> Nerdy, yeah. Nerdy like flight school kid. Or the nerdy like <laughs> West Point grad, are West Point grads are they are they nerdy or are they like overly macho? Uh, I would I would say you'd have to be smart to get into a service academy. Um, huh. on for the most part, guys that I met, but I I would say in that community they probably have a little more personality than Bob. Than Bob, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, listeners. Also, if you <clears throat> if you went to West Point and you're listening to this, probably not listening to it, but uh. We hey man, I salute you after seeing this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that. And like and subscribe, please. <laughs> or follow us on uh our, our social media, which you're probably not too into social media if you went to West Point, honestly. But uh hey, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. West Point, Annapolis, who's the other one? Camp Lejeune. Um uh, no. <laughs> who's it's Got just it. the Colorado the Springs Academy. out at uh, for the Air Force, Air Force Academy. Oh y'all, hey, we salute you, and we want <laughs> y'all to. Uh, honestly, I just want more listens on the podcast. That I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly just pandering, but uh, yeah. Whose dog is that? Is that Saber? He's in uh, he's in the other room. All right. Someone's dog is barking. I was I was gonna say like when we were talking about blacking out, I feel like Ace would black out with a full grown dog on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we haven't gotten into it lately. Like in those first episodes, we were getting after each other. We were like, "Man, you eat toothpaste crumbs." Boy, yo, <laughs> the back of your ears is like chicharrones. Boy, you, yeah, we were we were pretty rough. You got the lips of a giraffe. Just really <laughs> <laughs> we were so mean to each other. Ah, uh, chill, right? I, well, I I know what it is. It's because I have now created at least five like roast songs or pieces of art. <laughs> And you have not responded with anything. Like, <laughs> like yesterday, I was listening to, uh, I was like listening on SoundCloud. I was listening. <laughs> By the way, I listened to some of your your song. You put like something out there uh, like fourteen days ago. Yeah, yeah, I've been putting them out. Kiki Camarena, yeah. uh, delusions. Yeah, just SoundCloud.com slash Doctor Baraka one, I think. Yeah. And I, I was, it came up to Nathan coming of age. It was actually, <laughs> I was actually really proud of it. I listened to it like five times and I was like, 
wow and i did that i did that in in 45 minutes that whole thing okay and uh you, you didn't want a round respond. of applause you want a round of applause or something <laughs> you, didn't <re> <laughs> you didn't respond with anything you just said wow man <laughs> I'm like no i i really like tore you a new one on that whole song <laughs> and i i released it publicly like the whole world can see that and the guy with the peanut butter on his face looks like him. people people I seriously mean, thought that was me yeah <laughs> people came up to me and said hey i was listening to nathan's music and uh somehow it led to nathan coming of age and i was like is this about nathan and it, it was um, yeah so and then I, I i did the uh the noir style storytelling it was like 14 minutes i thought yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that was a whole last that was a whole last tv show what you want a response dude you never put a response now i now i'm working on something that is actually deadly Okay, I just, want you, I just want you to know, like, you make it sound like he's gonna lose his lose his job. I've been working on it for the past probably year, year and a half, and I'm I'm seriously I'm like eighty five percent done, and when you hear it, you're gonna fall out, and I, I I just want you to know I won't feel any shame that you haven't made any comebacks towards me. I'll just keep producing them. At first, I was. I was like, man, I can't just keep coming at Nathan like this. He's not responding. It's just going to look like cyberbullying. But at this point, I, I really don't care. I just want you to know. I, I put a way too much effort into what I'm about to do. Okay. I, I think this will probably be done before the end of the summer. Bet. Um, Bet. Yeah. That's all I got to know. That's all, all right. I got to know. I got beats everywhere. I make I make songs all the time. But you want you want a, a funny song about you? No, 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 this, no. That's no. what you're asking I want, about. Right? I don't want you to go out of your way. I don't want you to go out of your way. Oh, it's easy, man. I, just, I got the bar. Hey, I'm in me. album mode right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't mess with me when I'm in album mode. <laughs> Look, all I all I want you to know is I won't feel sorry when I'm about to release this. Okay. <laughs> you're living on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and and I will find ways to have thousands of people. I will pay money to release this so that everyone's like, "Whoa, why is this guy talking about this man like this?" And then and then uh they're going to look you up and they're going to go, "Wow, though, that's that's him." Yeah. On LinkedIn right there. So uh Dang. On LinkedIn? No, 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 no. Don't gonna, bring that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know, it could be Instagram. It could be Facebook, but not LinkedIn. Wait a second. I need, I need work. This is going to affect your, per, your professional career. <laughs> your clearance revoked. I, just letting you know how. Not that I have a clearance. To say this, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get nominated for what? I'm gonna do so. Kind of nervous. Yeah, you should, really should be. You're gonna be sitting at your cubicle. Uh, your supervisor's gonna come to your desk and say, "Hey, hey uh, I'm sorry. I heard Asian's song. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm gonna need. You, I'm gonna need your bag." <laughs> wow. But yeah, you're right. I think it. I think it falls back on the. Uh, we, one of us called told each other that we stink on the podcast yeah and we we agreed that that's was, a nuclear option yeah <laughs> and after that 
Yeah. <laughs> I was watching, you know, yeah, you know, Top Gun, the first one. Um, he does uh, magic, does say that yeah. the Iceman, <laughs> and that's that's the first thing I thought of. Like, oh, he went below the belt immediately. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <Then> he sticks. <laughs> it's it's better. He's I think it was Slider he was talking to. See, he, he sniffs him. It's like Slider, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> he gives that smile again. <laughs> So speaking are, of oh, go on. stink, we gotta talk about the Morbius movie <laughs> briefly. Well, not the movie, I guess the the memes online around it. Um, I know I don't know if y'all were keeping track as much as I was, but it all started on April second, the day after the movie came out. They first they they released the movie on April Fool's Day. What do they think? Um, but the next day, someone tweeted out. <laughs> My favorite part of the movie was when he said, "It's Morbin time. <laughs> it's Morbin time," and proceeded to morb up, morb up those guys. <laughs> that one tweet started a whole month's worth of memes, and they, and they called that group of memes the Morbius sweep. <laughs> they were laughing and joking about this movie so much it was trending on Twitter for I think. A week, a week or two is number one <laughs> trending on Twitter. Um, it's so bad there are there are Twitch live streams of people just having the Morbius movie just playing 24-7. <laughs> and Twitch admins are in the chat talking. <laughs> and they're letting it happen because I guess Sony's not taking it down. Um, long story short, it got so much traction that the idiots in charge of the movie were like, oh, people like our movie. We need the we release this so we can get some money. They released it um, this past week, and it made. Let me see. Forbes reported it made eighty-five thousand dollars <laughs> this weekend. It made eighty-five thousand dollars. They're so clueless. They just lost millions trying to re-release this thing. Honestly, the movie theaters probably lost money too. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it's. I thought I thought it's. And worse, they they greenlit movies too. Um, it's going straight to Paramount Plus and what and Disney Plus. Um, oh my gosh! But I think it's gotten too high because Jared Leto sent out like a tweet of him reading movies two script. Yeah, and he's, the script he's getting said, in on it. Yeah, he's getting on the jokes, and now it has to die down. Or I think we need to go. We need they need to meet even harder. So they we release it again. And then we can bomb again. <laughs> when have we ever in our lifetime seen the movie fail twice in the same year? <laughs> <movies? laughs> That's just crazy. That's crazy. That they uh, let that happen. Yeah. I I just looked up the the overall box office numbers and unfortunately, well, I, I can't even say unfortunately. Um, it was profitable. A budget of <gasps> whoa, whoa, 80, oh, yeah, yeah. 83 million and it brought in 163 million. Which again, for a movie this scale is, you know, that is embarrassing because um, you barely did it. But uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, they probably that cost right there just probably doesn't include marketing, does it? Uh, probably not. No. Yeah. So they probably I, I feel like probably. it might have been an overseas market that that saved. OK. But yeah. marketing. Yeah. They usually don't include marketing in making a movie. And that usually takes up like 50 percent of the budget, a lot of the budget. So I doubt they made anything too crazy. But they yeah. made a. They made some engineers year salary this past weekend <laughs> <laughs> to, to pay all those people who work on that. 
small enough to where we can do the mental math to figure out how many people saw. Yeah, we can actually count. I'll do. I'll do it quick. Let's just say it costs uh, twenty dollars a ticket. I did ten, and that means oh, you said eighty-five thousand. That means eight thousand five hundred people <laughs> went and saw this movie across nationwide. The <laughs> yes. It sing sing two did better than Morbius. I didn't even know Sing 2 came out. Did you see Sing 2, AC? No. I didn't okay. know they came out with another one. I know you liked the, one of the scenes in the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Sing 1. That was a good movie. <laughs> uh... <laughs> also, The Lost City did better than Morbius. That was like that fake Dora the Explorer thing. The Lost well, City. No, that, that was with Chan Tatum and some other comedian. Oh, that did better than Morbius. That's crazy. Maybe. Don't about that. I know Justin was going to say about that meme from Sing. Uh, the gorilla scene, yes. <laughs> the, gorilla, the gorilla scene, yeah. I didn't dig too much deeper into it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, real quick, while we transition to whatever Nathan wanted to talk about before we end <laughs> the, the podcast, did you guys like Django? Right, I think we all loved it. Yeah, like- I, I, I'm going to say I didn't like Django. You know, you want to know why? Because everyone that liked Django helped support Harvey Weinstein. So <laughs> you all are supporters of Harvey Weinstein. I just want you to, that kind of goes out to the few, if you liked Kill Bill, if you like Django, Hateful Eight. Um, Stop. You, Stop doing this. You supported Harvey Weinstein. And I like, just, you, I, I feel like. You should get canceled. You, you Wait. actually put money in his pockets to help fuel okay. his terrible Wait. lifestyle. You know Stop. how much money Stop. you put in bad people's pockets? Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're and not gonna do this. Did Quentin you, Tarantino did you like also me? got a, a cut of that pie, and he <laughs> he did make a slavery movie. <laughs> <laughs> did you like? Hey Ace, did you like Remix to Ignition? Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Nope. Oh, you, you didn't <laughs> like heard it. Of it. Uh, Never heard of it. Bill Cosby walk around right now. And I yeah. know I bought some uh, Fat Albert. Yeah, you like Fat Albert. <laughs> you, have you ever? Do you like chocolate popsicles? Never had one. Uh, Never had a chocolate is, popsicle. What is that? Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Did you like uh, <laughs> any song off the? Michael Jackson bad album. <laughs> you good, huh? you good. Nathan, he got headphones on. Those are made by uh, slaves over in China. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna try to guilt me for liking Django. Nah, nah. These are biodegradable, organic headphones. All right, they are. Stop. So, that is. They, yeah, tell they, that to the children in China who made it. They're nah, biodegradable when they touch your earwax. Yeah, they sure are. <laughs> <laughs> automatically start decomposing. They hit that wax. Look at you trying to stick up for Harvey Weinstein. Makes me sick. Nathan, you said there was something you wanted to bring up. I had a life-changing experience this week. I had a life-changing experience, and I want y'all's take on this. Uh... Because, yeah, I just want y'all's take on it. I went to the beach. I went down to Destin. I stayed with some friends. And they had a bidet in their guest bathroom. And I was like, hey, 
why not? And I used the bidet for the first time and it's life-changing. It's life-changing. They, they only cost $45 at Home Depot. I'm probably going to get one after this podcast. I'm never wiping again, guys. I just wanted to say that here. <laughs> See, you're not alone. You're not alone. I think they're great. You think they're great? Yeah, you I'm also it? going to get one eventually. Yeah, but yeah. They're only 45 bucks, and you just... Whoosh, whoosh, and They're like, half the world uses it, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, okay, I thought... I've never... Dude, I was, I've been wiping and smearing and rubbing and... Now that's what we have to call you out. That's what, what we have to call you out. Uh, you can still wipe. It's not one or the other. <laughs> I hope you just know that. <laughs> I'd like to wipe, but I got a bidet now. <laughs> What? You go in Nathan's house. <laughs> you like, Nathan, toilet where's your toilet paper? <laughs> you like, what you need it for? You got you sitting on the bed. <laughs> uh, I like I go. I use a toilet that doesn't have a bidet, and I wait to wipe until I get home, and I just spray off. That's pretty gross. I don't know. Nasty. <laughs> what? <laughs> This is going to change my life and the life of my family forever. <laughs> Where's Nathan? Oh, uh, he just got home. He has to spray down. <laughs> Going to people's houses and be like, hey, man, you got a hose? You just ride up here? <laughs> so you got toilet paper. <laughs> like I bring my own. They had they have some that are like, they're portable. It's like a, kind of like a water gun. <laughs> What you just to... put it in a, like a travel bag. <laughs> you squeeze what? it like an accordion. Yeah, you squeeze it like a going, a, going to public places, bringing a super soaker into the bathroom. <laughs> <Just>, like <laughs> in the bathroom, you just hear like the the pumping action. <laughs> <laughs> no. What the... If you're in the ne- in the stall next to you, you hear. <laughs> why why are you looking this up? Why do you even know that they make that? You say I gotta look at the whole I don't know what I want. <laughs> Ooh, man. Just, uh, Charmin Bears have a stranglehold on the industry here. They have lobbyists probably. Sure do. For sure. Sure do. Yeah, because I've always wondered. I was like, for thousands of years, what did humans, how did humans wipe their butts? Like, leaves are not good. They because didn't. I'm, I'm small minded. <laughs> so you got to open. <laughs> you didn't well, break. <laughs> you, you didn't crack a smile when you said that. <laughs> that didn't. Because it made it seem like for a second you were about to say bidets came before the leaf. <laughs> that don't, I don't know if I agree with that. No, I think it was bucket o water. Bucket o water. Just splash, splash, rub, rub, splash, splash, and it's gone. Yeah, I think the the real answer is more gross than you want. <laughs> yeah, guys, it's the guys, who, the people who built the pyramids. They're they're washing their butts with water. Probably using their hands in the Nile River <laughs> with their hands. When you go so to so they were doing my, my method, right? They poop one place, <laughs> and then they walk over. <laughs> they walk over to another place to the river 
Hopefully the river is within walking distance of wherever they pooped. <laughs> and then they rinse that bad boy down. They hose it down with the the in the reeds. Yeah. Down imagine they're washing their clothes. <laughs> <That's> imagine. <laughs> imagine, you know, like uh the story of baby Moses, how he was like in a reed basket going down the Nile. Imagine like in that camera pan, you just see people rubbing, like cleaning <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Cleaning their buttholes, baby, baby Moses is floating down the Nile. <laughs> like, hold up, what is that? Is that a baby? Uh, heck yeah! <laughs> I, I, I can't even be mad at you because most people, when they convert to like having bidets, are that same level of excited that you are. But I can't not imagine that you'll be like in your house and you have people over and you're like, where's Nate? And then you're just here like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby. Woo! <laughs> it's like, oh, he's just he's just in the bathroom. He's using the bidet. <laughs> uh, so I, I know that's what you're going to do. <laughs> that's the that's the worst part. It's not really a joke. You're gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna do it. Uh, uh, well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> if, if nobody has anything else, uh, I guess we'll call it there. You know what else doesn't have anything else? My rear end. When I spray it down, boy. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna we're gonna call right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening to the show. Uh, special shouts out to everyone who lets me know they listen. Uh, the latest person telling me was Chris from high school, so thank you, Chris, for listening. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you all when we see you. So, have a good one. Mm-hmm.